everybody and welcome to the Football Bets for You podcast episode number who cares? It's the finale. The last ever episode of the Football Bets for You podcast. Um lads, I know, I know we're not happy about it. Um we can see Paddy's Paddy's in mourning. He's in he's currently wearing all black for it. And um, water's very upset as well. So. Only started. Yeah, it's not a good evening. Some some have said that Paddy, you were the final nail in the coffin. Um, but look, I, I'm not directly quoting anybody. Um, but every single follower that just follows the page has said that. <laughs> so uh, can, I, can I say something, Holly? I think it's the on, negative yeah. energy that Paddy has brought to the fashion show that has yeah. led to the demise. I think it's the, the fashion podcast. show that killed it. The fashion show. <laughs> well, look, lads. Three years ago, this podcast was started. Um, didn't take, didn't think much of it at the time, and it's, it's, it's. I think, I think it's done pretty well. We've done pretty well, so I think it's time to put a nail, a final nail, into that coffin of the football bets you podcast. Um, yeah, we just want to thank everyone that's kind of listened and followed over the last while. Like it's been, a, it's been an emotional journey, an emotional roller coaster. Um, the lads have all been. <laughs> even cried once. <laughs> no, well, do you remember that time when I had my 30th birthday? I was nearly crying then. Stuck in the podcast, couldn't go to the pub for it. So, uh, lads, look, it's it's obviously the last ever episode of the Football Bets You podcast. We are very upset. Um, I hope I've done I've done a little video up I, for anybody that's watching. I hope this will kind of clear everything up. Look, we we'll we'll talk a little bit after this video. It's just a little a little montage of our um our past times, lads. I haven't shown you this video, so um yeah, look, I'll, I'll, we'll explain a bit more after this video. So it goes on for about a minute or so. So I hope you enjoy this. Coming back, rebranded, new content, loads of everything. 
Beyond the Ball is now our new name. So from this day on, we will be back on a Tuesday, half a. The emotional goodbye was to the football bets you name. Nothing more than that. We're going to have a lot more content. We're going to have so much fucking more shit going forward. It's going to be bigger and better than ever. So why not do a whole rebrand? So, lads, that was just a kind of funny little uh, thing. I think I got a couple of people, and I was definitely... Uh, genuinely, I, I didn't see that before. And during yeah. the black and white bit and all, like, I was actually like about to cry a little bit. <laughs> but now I have to ask, am I, am I allowed on the new pod? Well, look, them comments that, that did come in, genuinely they come in saying that your negativity towards the fashion show is not appreciated. So uh, I'll, I'll, we'll have to... We're not, not continuing with the fashion show, are we? No, no, the fashion show will continue as oh. normal. So that is going <laughs> ahead. So, lads, look, to sum it all up, we are not going anywhere. We're still doing the podcast every week, at least once a week. We're going to be trying to get a lot more uh, content out. We're going to try to get some um, five-a-side Astros recorded. We're going to try to get some challenges. So, whether it's us getting up to get getting together on a pitch um, for an hour or two, getting a couple of crossbar challenges in, getting a couple of um, heads and volleys games in, something like that, Any, anything that we kind of get challenged to do, I think we'll be doing it. Um, we're going to be... Kind of recording a few games of golf and stuff like that as well. So we're going to mix in a couple of, of different sports if we can. Uh, beyond the ball, lads. So that name, obviously, we, you know, as well as everyone, that we took fucking ages to actually come up with a name for that podcast and actually pull the trigger on the name. The reason we kind of, I, I think, lads, I don't know about yours, but I think beyond the ball kind of goes, goes well with the podcast where we do go a little bit beyond kind of football. And especially now with the new content, we're kind of trying to get into a bit more of it. So, Lads, I don't know. Like, how do you feel about the new name? I'm, I, I, love I, think, balls. I think we, yeah, beyond the ball <laughs> is the bum. So, um, I mean, that's pretty much. Yeah, it's it, catchy. So. I like it. I like it. Yeah, definitely brilliant. Great. It's more uh, of the... like again. I think it will uh, bring in a lot more people. Well, I hope it will bring in a lot more people. You know, mm. to take away the betting aspect of it because a very small part of the show was the betting aspect of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think of us as the the Irish soccer. I am. Um, yeah, yeah. Still, still to be found, but uh, yeah, really, really can't wait to get so all this. Just, just a quick one. F- yeah, so just a quick one for anyone that is watching and obviously does look jo- enjoy the the betting aspect of it. Like we're, we're probably going to just keep see the way we have the the likes of these matches, and we're going to keep. I'm, I'm, we are going to still reference the kind of the betting and the prices and stuff like that. Um, and what we'll probably do is we may not we may not include the betting on this podcast, but I will release like a separate ten minute video or fifteen minute video, whatever it may be, with all the lads' bets generated together. So I'll put I'll put mine. I'll get the lads to send me across any bets they may have on a Wednesday or whatever, and we'll do our own separate kind of podcast for 10, 15 minutes. Release it on say Thursday or Friday, so everyone has plenty of time to see it. So you'll get the you get the podcast on Tuesday. Um, all the all the, the score predictions, all the crack that we have as normal. And then you'll get your betting on, say, a Thursday or Friday or something like that. Um, again, anyone can kind of message me if you are looking for bets and I haven't put that out. You can you can always message me on Instagram wherever you wherever you want to get our bets from. Um, so yeah, so lads, that 10 is to 1,000. ten to one thousand. We will be continuing that. Um, I haven't done it for tonight, but I will be again. We'll be putting it out on. Oh, hello. Mm-hmm. Um, one I'm final. Like I'm gonna, actually, it's one bet. I'm going to win tonight. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what, what are your thoughts on, on the beyond the ball? Are you, I mean, we all kind of came to the decision, it's got... it wasn't just my decision before anyone jumps the gun thinks that. Oh, well, you're the boss, Collie, as it well... does say on the uh, presentation hosted by Collie. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be a good opportunity to have kind of the different content in it. I think that would be good to kind of bring more people in. 
as you said, you're thinking about the golf, you're thinking about the five-a-side, something different yeah. that people probably aren't doing, and probably more yeah. something that the everyday Joe Soap can uh, kind of relate to, which we all are yeah. at the end of the day. Um, yeah. I guess Paddy can reference... Like, can we like an OnlyFans as well, where we do like nude vids and stuff? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, if it's gonna make yeah. us a lot of money, then yeah, why not? Yeah. We can upgrade. First he, doesn't like a fashion show. First, he doesn't like a fashion show, and now he wants a complete fashion show of the works. <laughs> no, 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 there'll be no fashion involved. To be no, no fashion, fashion is gonna... <laughs> sorry, just a quick one there. Uh, commenting from Shane Cavanaugh, I'm not crying, you're crying. Shane obviously enjoyed that video. Um, I broke Shane's heart today. Shane, Shane always comes up with some nice, uh, some nice ideas for the pod, and I broke his heart by sending him the picture of the post that I put up on Instagram saying that we were ending. And uh, it was a nice little surprise from there. So, uh, and then he and then he jumps straight back into a water stupidity incoming. Which uh, <laughs> there we go. I'm sure we're going to go back to it. Can we go back to his previous comment about the bad English that was involved? I like the way you just plastered over the I'm getting crying. <laughs> No, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah, 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 I'm not getting Brian, yeah, 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 okay, <laughs> well, lads, look, we're, we're going to move into what we normally do, and the, um, the whole format's going to be the exact same, nothing's going to be changing this week, um, maybe a slight little change next week with a couple of, um, interesting segments that we were talking about, do we reveal it now, about that one that we were talking about? Nah, keep us a surprise, nah, right, new show. Us. New, yeah. new, new section. Yeah. Okay. Right. Fuck yous. Anyway. Um. Right, lads. We are gonna jump into the very first thing, which is <laughs> it gets better every right time. Love shades. I've autism. I can make mistakes. <laughs> Shane always goes. I love it. Um, that's right, a, lads. That's it was get out of free jail card. Yeah, Keep yeah, yeah. Get out of free jail. But look, what are we? <laughs> it's a jail for you. Anyway, yeah. uh, lads, Friday night, eight o'clock, Southampton and Villa. Shit game to start. Uh, 11 to 10 for Southampton, five to two for the draw. And Aston Villa are 23 to 10. Lads, obviously, Villa coming off a poor loss against West Ham, getting absolutely bashed 4 0 or 4 1. Uh, Southampton coming off a 1-0 win away to Watford. I suppose you'd call it a good win. Um, Paddy, what way do we see this going? Don't, we won't spend too much too long on this one. We'll kind of just give score predictions and uh, goal scorers on this one. One-all draw and Daniel Ings to score first, even though he didn't play in the last game. I'm expecting him to be back. Daniel Ings? Phone. Yeah. Oh, on the phone from there during the week. Very fun. <laughs> uh, War, what do you think? Yeah, been upset with Villa this season. Like I think they've let a lot of people down. I thought they would have done a little bit better. They were quite active in the market. Uh, so Hampton, as you said, good win against Watford. No one was really expecting that, and a peach of a goal from Shea Adams as well. Yeah. So I'm gonna go one nil. So Hampton, I'm gonna go Shea Adams to continue the run. Yeah, I th- I think um, Southampton are gonna win this one as well. That's I'm gonna go with a two one win for uh, Southampton, and I'm going to say War Prowse to score. Um. Right, lads, on to the next one. What a Saturday. What a way to wake up on a Saturday morning The Manchester Derby. Uh, half 12, United are 7-2 to at home, 29-10 to for the draw and 8-11 to for Man City. Uh, Paddy, we'll go to you first. What do you think of this? We could spend a bit of time on this and tell me what you think. Obviously, um, City coming off an absolutely shocking result against Crystal Palace, a 2-0 loss. They're playing tomorrow night Champions League, but you would imagine they'll, they'll get a handy enough win tomorrow. 
um, kind of get them back on track. But how do you see this one going? Look, we know what's going on with with Ollie. We, we were talking about it last week where it was a it was a complete Ollie out, um, a complete Ollie out fest. No, 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 it was not. No, you said it. Then you said. I did not say Ollie out. I did not. Dirty little mouth said it. I was conscious not to say it. I did not say it. Right. Well, we were leaning more towards Ollie out. Could we say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you backtracked or? No, no. I'm just saying. I'll, I'll continue with what I said last week. Is uh, I'll have faith in somebody on the board as Ferguson backed them as well that they're seeing something that we're not. Um, they made a change. Uh, a bit disappointed it didn't make it sooner in the season because we could see the the cracks appearing. Um, after the second third game this season, um, great result against Tottenham. Uh, great performance against Tottenham. Tonight I'm watching them, and um, they're one 0 down. They don't really deserve it. They look a lot more solid. Ollie out. Um, yeah. So, like, very very early. Like I'm in no way deluding myself into thinking United are Premier League contenders or anything like it this season. Um, but just see how we kick on. I, I said it from the start. Give give Ollie the season. Um, if they had continued with the same performances that they had given against Liverpool, you wouldn't have been able to keep them there because we would have got relegated or would have been bottom half of the so, table. So if he loses, if he loses this game tonight against Atalanta and then loses against, say, City beat them three 0 spanked them again at Old Trafford, is that is that it then? Is that is kind of his last chance gone? Because it, it was just talk of these three games being like the deciding factor yeah, of whether yeah. he gets the job. Yeah, but see again, it goes with performances. I don't know. Um, I thought. Personally, I thought he would have been gone after the Liverpool result. Yeah. Um. Again, I want him to succeed. It's not that I was sitting there going, "I want them out now." I want them to yeah. succeed. I want them to be successful. I want them to win trophies with United. Um. But I did think he'd be gone. That was such such a such a bad bad performance and a bad bad result. And all season, we've had so so many bad bad performances and bad bad results. And um, one result against Spurs. After like the, you, you could see how badly Spurs have been down the season because the manager got sacked after it. Oh, here's a goal! Yes, here's a fucking goal! Come on! Oh, what a goal! What Ollie a goal! Ali in, Ali in. <laughs> We're now looking the day again, or to the, the last minute of that fucking forty-six minute or something, is it? Ronaldo again. He's a machine. Was it Ronaldo? Again? Four minutes added on. First minute of added time. Ali time. I can't know. But uh, yeah, as I was saying, Ali is great. United are brilliant, and we're going to win everything. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing, like absolutely comical. Well, what do you think? Uh, like we've heard you talking a little bit about Ali over the last couple of weeks as well. But you, you were kind of you were were you gone towards Ali out completely now? With oh, I was. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit more like. Right? Yeah, I think Paddy is more like if me and Paddy were in a relationship, he'd be the optimistic one. I'd be the fucking dark humor pessimistic very fucking oh, absolutely. sour yeah, of the yeah. earth yeah kind of thing give it up give it give her that's for the that's for the only fast page swipe yeah, up yeah, now yeah. for the link <laughs> but uh look that that game against liverpool was shocking and i know paddy said we could see the cracks from early on like the second or third game in the season but i was thinking to myself what is the expectation set at united if you saw them performances creeping in the second and third game in the season, why weren't they addressed then? So what are they expecting of themselves? They really only changed it because they got thumped 5-0 by their arch rivals. Is that the level of expectation that we have that you're going to accept poor performances 
to such a degree when you get away with it time and time again when you have people like Ronaldo bailing you or moments of individual greatness. Like maybe I think, I, I think is, it was more I think it was more a thing of Ole just like and the coaches from the start of the season said, look, we're after getting these players now. We have faith in this system. It's going to work. It's going to work. We have to stick with it because we've been drilling the players. They've probably been playing well in training. Obviously, they were looking good in training. So something was happening there, but obviously they had to change something then after the Liverpool results. They just had to. There was there was no even, more excuses even for that though. Like you, you've seen how open oh, they can see for But why? Like I understand like there's a system to it, but people analyze your team when you're going to play against them. You have to understand how they're going to play against you. No matter what your system is, if you're not compact, because I don't think there is a system that you're going to be wide open and disorganized to kind of yeah it's play strange it. it is it is it's strange yeah and i and i feel i feel there's in the process of it there's someone not doing their job there's yeah. someone i don't know who it is but is it the analysts are they picking it up are the managers not have they not have analysts are they not looking at it are they not concerned about it like i'd be more worried if ollie came out and said i never realized this was an issue you know Look, the i want as a manager and the coaching staff i want the coaches that are at the biggest club in the world, or one of the biggest clubs in the world. I want the best coaches in class. And we have the reserve coach that came up and Michael Carrick, who was never a coach, who who done a bit of time with Jose Mourinho before he, uh, all he signed. And I want a manager that instills fear in the players and motivates the players because that's the manager's job. You know, it's to motivate the players to make sure that, like you're talking about there, the slack pressing, the non-running, that, like if that was a Ferguson or like, you know, a Tuchel or a Conte, or a Klopp, like the players run their bollocks off every single game for them because they, they have the fear and, so, and respect inside them. But why they weren't doing it for Ole could be a mixture of, maybe they're looking at him thinking to the coaching staff as well. It's, they're just all so inexperienced, which is why I think Ole could do, and why one of my biggest uh, gripes with Ole is that he's not making the big decisions and saying, right, I'm going to get one of the one or two of the best coaches in the world in here with me. And we'll really make it work rather than having the faith in this these youth coaches, which at the biggest club in the world, come on. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Do you think you've missed a boat on Conte there, lads? I think um, the, it's if, happened if a few city, times with you. Sorry, go on more. Sorry, sorry. If the city game goes, I think it's going to go, it's going to be a miss, a missed opportunity. That's the way I think it is. And unfortunately, I just I think, think that it. I just think he'd get more out of him. Saying about that thing, uh, what were you saying? Is like, is that the, the kind of the level they expect? Like, I don't think I think if if Conte would come in there, that level of expectation goes way up. Not only from the whole team and the club, but as the, from the manager. And that that expectation has to come from the manager. I know, like the fans can have their own expectations, but the manager has to be good enough to realize what the actual realistic expectations are for the team. And if someone like Conte comes on, like that, that is going to lift the team tactically a hundred percent more. And then mentally, they're gonna be unbelievable, like because Conte just wants people running all day, every day. And I know United players, a lot of them are guilty of not doing it. Um, but that would put that would pretty much show them up fairly quick, like on who's gonna do the work and who's not gonna do the work for the team. Like they'll they'll run and whatever, like. But if they're not doing it for the team, you'd be sure uh, Conte would would whip them out of the team straight away. So I think missing out on Conte is a massive kind of thing. Um, but look. Again, we're talking about Ollie again, talking about his job. 
there's only so many times we can keep talking about him being being sacked or not being sacked. It's either going to go one way or the other, lads. He's either going to go on a massive run of wins and everyone's going to stop talking. Or it's well, as a supporter, I have, like, and a lot of United supporters haven't been talking about getting sacked until the Liverpool match. You were talking about uh, getting sacked. I don't know, though. No, I've been talking about United couple, supporters were. I think, the doubt was, I think the doubt was there, but the Liverpool match confirmed the doubt mm. and made people say it a lot more. I think it was silent doubt as well. So like you can see a lot of like like you can see that other clubs where like say Newcastle like don't want their owners in, they're very they're very kind of loud about it. I think that's a thing where United were never going to be loud about trying to get him out because he's a club legend. And although you may have been thinking it, you definitely hundred percent won't admit it. And I respect that you won't admit it because it probably lose a little bit of respect for you up until that Liverpool uh, match, if you were saying Ollie out out loud really like but i think there was always that little bit of doubt on how far he could probably take the team again same thing happened with lampard took them so far built a great team when it gets to when the push goes to shove he doesn't have that managerial knowledge to to take that next step i just think you need a manager to to get you over the line it's um, it's crazy like it's you, even even sitting here now like you, you look at that result against spores and it's nearly like when you put a bet on in the bookies and you're thinking, right, this new system is in now, all in on Ollie. You know, like he's he's gonna do the business now. This new system's gonna work and we could win the league. But to yeah. be honest with you, if you look at the odds in the bookies, they're not gonna give you much for United winning anything this season. And no. the bookies are never really wrong. Yeah, do you know. Um yeah. I just kind of, yeah, like feeling feeling ourselves as United's parts thinking that you might do the job in blind hope. Yeah. Um, but again, I've always said it. Hope or not, if he doesn't win anything this season and put on a really strong showing towards the end of the season, if we, if we got to the latter stages of the Champions League and got really, really close to winning the Champions or the Premier League, but didn't get there, obviously, um, yeah. I would give him another season again. I'd let him continue next season. If you were in with a shout within the last five games, you'd be saying, "All right, fair enough." Like, look, yeah. we we have kind of progressed as he's always yeah. used again. Um, and obviously, yeah. we're in the knockout stages of the Champions League. Yeah, you have to. That, that, that has to be a big thing. So, yeah. depending on Especially this result, this, this result now is going to be a massive result. If you can get the win, obviously, you are going to be pretty much in a great spot. But if they beat you and then Villarreal win, I don't know what score that match is at the moment, but if they win, I think you're going to drop into Villarreal. Yeah, okay. So, if Atalanta beat you, I'm pretty sure you're, you're going to drop down into the third spot then. Um, yeah, it's which well, is it's not where you're going to be at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lads, going on to the match then, what do we. What do we think is going to happen? Sorry, just actually a couple of comments we had in there. Uh, Water, do something about that light behind you. <laughs> like, like Jesus when he has a bright idea. Pop <laughs> your head down. Uh, you're way behind. Yeah, we are probably, what, a good 10 minutes. Well, no, it wouldn't be that much. Is it about five minutes behind? The lads are watching it on the RTE player. So um, you know he needs to write when they score because we'll see the lads' reaction. Um, Shane, do you know if fans are getting a sack now? Yeah, I just, just spoke about that. And Sean, Sue, I, yeah, fuck off. Uh, Ronaldo, I was yeah, he missed that when I was doing that. The pub that was fucking that was funny. Uh, lads, <laughs> oh, onto this God. match, onto this match, you know, you didn't see. Do you hold much optimism for this match? Uh, what, what, like, how do you see this one going? Look, we know probably you know, it's our city are probably gonna dom- dominate the possession. Um, do you see us getting anything out of this? The 12 30 yeah. game on a, on a Saturday is always a little bit dodgy. No, I don't really see it. Varane pulled up now in this game, so he, he had to 
to go off injured after 30 minutes and I felt he made the difference mm. to get Tottenham really organising the defence with five at the back Lindelof was injured as well during the week so that leaves Maguire and Bali who haven't really played together at all any you know, team with Maguire yeah. with a back four playing against City is just going to be shocking it's going to be uh, they'll be a lot more compact. They'll play the new system. They may only leak two goals, maybe. Uh, they may get one on the break, so I'm going to go 2-1 City. Ooh. And um, are you are you sacking Oli again? Does it, does it kind of come down to this game as well? Like if you get beaten against City? If you lose this one, I don't see it competing for the league. That leaves you, what, 12 points off the top? There Paddy, what do you think on this match? Do you think you think you'll get out and over? Yeah, we could. Yeah, like if what was it? They drew against Palace the weekend. Yeah, lost two 0 against Palace. Yeah, like if you've got Cavani and Ronaldo up front, if we're compact at the back and we can, if we can stop City scoring, there's definitely a goal or two in United. There's no, there's yeah. a guarantee of that, like absolute guarantee. But it's all about who we have available at the back, and we have to play the three centre backs. There's no way we can play a four back against City. No fucking way. Um, but we were compact against Tottenham. Um, City are playing tomorrow night, which means we'll have an extra day's rest. Um, could make the difference yeah. of a half twelve start on a Saturday morning and in the second half, especially. You know, they might yeah, be turning yeah. a little bit. Although uh, Pep does change his right. squad around a good bit. Um, yeah, we could definitely get results. But it's a, it, this is one of those games where you just don't have a clue what's going to happen. Look, it's very yeah. hard to predict. Now I'm going to say United win, um, but that's mm. just because of a United supporter, I think, because there's no way of really calling it. Um, yeah. in Old Trafford as well um, the fans will be up for it but again you would have thought that about the Liverpool match as well mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for a 2-0 United win and I'm going to go for Cavani to score first alright um, yeah I think you saying you can't call it I think you fucking can call it and I'm going to call it I'm going to say 3-0 to City um, I think they're going to absolutely spank us again with Varane gone it's going to be a massive loss at the back um luckies have changed their tactics three at the back but i don't know if that's going to sue playing against man city who are very kind of quick to to break um I, I just don't think the tactics will sue against the man city team um but look i don't think i don't think far at the back is going to suit you either so i just see it's getting fucking bounced off in this Pep game hasn't got a great record against united though yeah but like... I, I don't know like I'm, I'm still kind of seeing the quality of this team this time like you can take you can take all the the facts or the stats about the managers against certain teams, but when push comes to shove at the end of the day. I've used that one again. Um, look, Pep's team is 10 times like better. Than, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, I, I just it's think they're, they're gonna bash us 3 0. That's an old classic from Paddy and Chris. There, <laughs> I think, uh, I think it's gonna be 3 0, and I think Foden's gonna score. I think everybody's gonna be talking about Phil Foden after the game. Lads, we'll move on. Um, we have the three o'clock on Saturday. Brentford and Norwich, four to seven for Brentford. Twenty-nine to ten for the draw, five to one for Norwich. Lads, just give a score prediction of the distance. Um, War, come to you first. Richard Shoy, Brentford, seven nil. Seven nil. <laughs> Not really, obviously. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go Brentford two, two nil to win. And Scora. Uh, go for Tony. Okay. And um, Paddy. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm going for yeah, Brentford win. Um 
I'm going to say 3 0. I'm going to go for Force to score first. Nice. I'm going to go with a 3 1 win, lads. Um, I think Norwich got a goal against Leeds, which I was even surprised that they actually, they actually scored. Um, so I'm going to go with a 3 1 win for Brentford. And I'm going to say Zanke to score. Feeling a little bit of Zanke. Um, right, lads, we move on to the next one. Game of the week. Three o'clock on Saturday. Uh, two to nine, Chelsea and Bournemouth. Don't know what I said. Two to nine for Chelsea. Five to one for the draw. And Bournemouth are 12 to one. Uh, lads, obviously a great weekend for Chelsea. Liverpool dropping points. Chelsea or City dropping points. I mean, it was a fucking, it was a great weekend for me. Um, the only thing was, I had City in pretty much every single bet. So, it was a bit disappointing. We never really spoke about Chelsea winning 7 0. Um, I just thought that was absolutely outrageous. But we never really spoke about it because Ollie stole the fucking limelight for being shit. But the people, there's not many Chelsea supporters because so there's no point really. Shut it'd just, up. It'd be just so you can look back on the videos. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. 100%. I am, I am talking about Chelsea solely for me. So everybody can turn off. Listen to me talk to Chelsea for the next five minutes, then come back in five minutes because um this is this is gonna be Chelsea. I know we'll just jump on there's not much to talk about in this game. Um, I, I'm I'm about to big up Chelsea to be honest with you. Oh yeah, Seriously, let me have it. Yeah. Go on, Paddy, let me have it. Seriously, give me, big some, come up. Give me yeah, something they're, good. They're go, beyond, go, go way way beyond the balls, Paddy. Go beyond give, the ball. Give them all the Chelsea. <laughs> no, like, like they're, they're a machine this season. I like yeah. if I if I had to bet on anybody to win the league this year, it'd be Chelsea. Absolutely, Chelsea. I have to say, they're I'm really, really impressed since Tuchel came in. Um, for the this the strongest team, um, there is definitely in the league. Like they're up there with Liverpool and City. Absolutely. Like if you look at the squad and the manager, and um, they just have it together. They really do. And um, you don't yeah. see them being beaten much. And we've got you in a few weeks. Um, like even you, you would have thought last week, the week before. You know the strike force isn't there, and you won't be. They won't be back really till after the international break, supposedly. But yeah. you just don't seem to be missing them. Yeah, and I, yeah, I could I, say to myself, Bournley had a good result last weekend, so maybe there's a chance. But I do not think there's any chance yeah. at Stamford Bridge this weekend, and I think it's going to be a convincing Chelsea win of say maybe three three nil. I'm going to say three nil. And who who's who'll who'll score for Chelsea now? I'll have Ertz is playing up through the middle, but hasn't really been scoring much. No, he hasn't um, been scoring, no. Mount, Chelsea won Ch- Mount is actually injured as well, funny enough, because oh. they brought him to be fucking fancy football last week and there was no talk of him being injured, and all of a sudden he's fucking not even the team sheet. It's gone mad. So Callum Hudson Adoy is playing, uh Ziyech is playing. Pulisic is after coming back now. He's after playing two forty five minutes, I think, or, or there or thereabouts. Um so I'll go have Ertson. Have Ertson. Have it, okay. Uh, you must Warren. be a happy man, though, are you? Oh, I'm loving it. This is this is like this is unbelievable. I, I I actually just think this is the best squad we've had since kind of the John Terry and, and Lampard days. Yeah, the the, yeah. the kind of the first Mourinho run days. Like, um, yeah. I just see them playing so well, and I have to admit, I think it's all coming down to Tuchel and the way Tuchel's playing. Because when you look at the players individually, you wouldn't think. Oh, they're, they're, like they're not really the best players in the world. You look at Jorginho and they'd say, oh, "I don't know about him. Like he, he can pass a ball five yards left and right." But I, I don't think people watch Chelsea a lot to see what else he does. He's so organized. Like he's a captain on that team. When you, if you watch him playing, every time the camera goes onto him, he's there like that. He's pointing. He's pointing there, telling where people where to go. Um, like you look at Christensen at the back with Rudiger. Nobody thought Anton of Rudiger. All of a sudden, he's been talked as one of the best 
uh, defenders in Europe. I had seen it because I'd seen how aggressive he was because I was watching Chelsea. Um, and I said it to everybody. I said, people have a very biased opinion on Chelsea, but they actually don't watch Chelsea. So people have an opinion on all their players, don't actually watch the games. Um, Kovacic, again, he's he's one of the best defend- or best midfielders in the league. And if you think I'm talking shit, watch him for two games, two or three games. He's fucking the way he beats players now, fucking brilliant. Um, so yeah, I'm happy. I can't wait to get Lukaku back because I think we need to use him as a focal point up front, get play off him, um, and I, and I'd be a happy man. So I think I do think we're gonna win the league, and I'm just fucking throwing it out there. Uh, war. Uh, I haven't put money on it because I was gonna do it at the start of the season, and I just never bought it. Um, so no point now. Uh, war. What do you think is gonna happen in this match? Ah, I think it's going to be easily <laughs> big, easy Chelsea win. But in terms of, I was going to put a question to you, just because Lukaku's out injured, and I think he's probably, would I be wrong in saying you've played better without Lukaku in your team versus having him in the team? Um, like, would you, not so you much, prefer not so much team better. now versus having him? The results no, I'd rather better, have him. I'd rather have him because I don't think Havertz is a number nine. Like they could go and play that kind of pep style where there's no number nine and just kind of play Chelsea. I think sometimes find it very hard to break players down. So having that big kind of striker where you can cross the ball in, like air, air deliveries from the left and right back is really good. As for the Quetta or Reese James, unbelievable deliveries. Um, and then you've got Chilwell and Alonso on the left who put in a smashing ball. So if you have a target man to aim for in the box, you're going to get a lot more goals, kind of from knockdowns even, or else headers from Lukaku, then, then kind of us trying to break the teams down. Because if you watch Chelsea, we don't have a lot of them kind of little channel passes. It's more just kind of moving around, moving it around, moving it around for ages, and then trying to kind of beat a player and take a shot. So, um, no, I don't think we're playing better, but we're not playing worse. Do you know what I mean? I think we're playing very similar, but yeah. I think we, we lose a little bit on Havertz when he's playing up on number nine. He likes to kind of sit in the number 10 and drop a little bit deeper and get the ball. So um I wouldn't say we're playing better without Lukaku, but we're definitely not we're definitely not struggling with the score goals. You're so. not missing him though. That's a big thing. That says a lot to your quality that you're not missing him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. and, and even with yeah. Werner, I know I know Werner gets a bit of stick with, with not finishing the ball and stuff like that, but he does bring a lot of, of knowledge on the pitch. Um his runs are very good. His his play not he so much. When he when he doesn't yeah when he doesn't touch the ball he's he's more effective than when he does touch the ball but yeah. uh, no I think uh, we play we play well with 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 uh, with and without Lukaku. Can I ask a question then? You yeah. said that this is probably the best Chelsea team since the Mourinho days. So what does this squad. team have to do to beat that team, or what's this squad have to do to beat that team in your rank? Um, I don't think they can to be honest with you, and that's just, that's just. That's just me being um given Is that just a nostalgia the like the first experience of it? Uh I don't I don't think I don't think nostalgia. I think like obviously if I look at the kind of longevity of that squad, like you had a good group of players together, like Czech, Terry, uh Lampard, Ashley Cole, Drogba, like they were the kind of spine of that team. But they all were together for six, seven years at least. Like this team is kind of only together mm-hmm. maybe a year. You're kind of adding in players here or there. There was very little change with that Mourinho team. It was very kind of um, consistent. 
there wasn't much rotation going on. There was a very kind of like I could nearly tell you the, the, the starting eleven before. Whereas now I'm kind of like right, there's going to be a few, a few changes here and there. But that just shows the depth that the team have. Um. So yeah, I don't think, I don't think you can do much to be better than that team because that team for me was just kind of the the epitome of of what we're aiming for again. But I don't think we'll ever reach it really. And it's more, I suppose, because you have the likes of John Terry coming up through the through the youth system, and like you've got Lampard coming in at young age with a lot of prospect and wasn't really a top world class proven player, and kind of made his name at Chelsea. Ashley Cole, we know, came in from Arsenal and he was one of the best in the world. Still, kind of was that for a couple of years, and then Drogba, I think we bought him from Marseille as a kind of prodigy, and he worked out to be fucking unbelievable. Ended up winning this Champions League, so. Um, yeah, I think there's a massive, massive differences in in kind of the two teams, but definitely quality wise, I think we're definitely there or thereabouts with them. Like, and uh, yeah, no, that, that's good points. Uh, I think if I'm gonna go for score, I'm gonna go 3 0 Chelsea, and I'm probably I've been most impressed with Reese James out of that team, like, he's he's in smashing form, yeah. so I'm gonna go for him to score. Um, yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be a convincing enough win as well. Lads. I'm going to go with a 3 0 win. Um, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say Pulisic to score. Like he's been kind of drifting back into the team, and I think there's a little spot maybe opening up that he might slot into there. So I'm going to go with, with Pulisic to score. So, uh, right, lads, we'll move on. Enough Chelsea talking. I know people don't like listening to it. Uh, Saturday, 3 o'clock. Palace and Wolves, 7-5 for Palace, 21-10 to 10 for the draw, and 21-10 to 10 for uh, Wolves. Uh, Paddy, score result, please. 1-0 uh, to Palace, uh, had score. Okay, and War? I'm going to go 2-1 Palace and Conor Gallagher to get an assist and a goal because he's playing smashing this season. Nice one. Uh, I'm actually going to cover it all, lads, and I'm going to go with one off, um, and I'm going to go with a Benteke goal. Because uh, why you fucking not? Right, lads, on to the next one. Half five on Saturday. Brighton and Newcastle. When did you see it? See eight to thirteen for for a Brighton team. Twenty nine to ten for a draw. <laughs> Nine to two for Newcastle. Newcastle is a. Have I spelled that wrong again? I've actually changed that spelling on Newcastle and I've spelled it wrong again. That's embarrassing. Um. So, lads, what's what's going to see this one being? Paddy, we'll come to you first. Brighton and Newcastle. Um, no. <laughs> no goals. Okay. Um, are you actually going Nilo? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what? What's our <laughs> Sorry, Nilo. A little bit disappointed. I'm going to make an Emery joke again. As I made it earlier, it's going to be a good ebbing for Newcastle. And I mean, it's going to be 2 1 Newcastle with St. Max. I, mean, I would also accept good evening because that's what he says. But okay, I'll say I'll, I'll accept, I'll accept, I'll accept everything. I'll oh, just leave him to will you, Colly? Fucking hell. <laughs> it's just my accent, Colly. My, my, my uh, accent isn't as good as yours. <laughs> Your Spanish rat accent. Uh, yeah, so lads, yeah. obviously, the reason we're saying that about Unai Emery is there is massive talk of him taking over at Newcastle. Lads, I am pretty sure that I said Unai Emery could be a show for Newcastle last week. I don't know if that's true or not, but I definitely said the name Unai Emery with that job. Um, Bro, anyway. was right twice a day, though. <laughs> Lads, I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a two-one win for Brighton because I think this will be the last big defeat for Newcastle before a new manager comes in. Um, so I'm gonna go with two-one to Brighton. I'm gonna say dunk to score a header. Boom. That's how I like it. Uh, 
Lads, we're going to move off the um, predictions there for a second, and we're going to move on to the next part of the show, which is... The question section. Right, lads, we have a couple of questions sent in from a couple of the followers. A couple of them relate to, obviously, the um, the funny kind of... I'm going to call it funny that we told everyone it was, it was ending, so... Uh, first we have in from Aaron Singleton. What's the new name? Aaron has obviously been watching or listening to the previous podcast because we did kind of um, give a little teaser, I suppose, didn't we? That we were saying about all this kind of content was coming up. So um, I was on your OnlyFans, was it? I was on your OnlyFans, yeah. He subscribes for uh, $12.99 a month, and so can you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so what's the new name? Beyond the Ball. How do we start it? Like, do we go, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beyond the Ball podcast? Or do we just go, hello, everybody, and welcome to Beyond the Ball? I like that. Yeah, sounds good, yeah. It's going to be an absolute mindfuck for me for the next couple of weeks trying to introduce it and stuff like that. So <laughs> The football bets for balls behind you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no, it's Beyond the Balls. <laughs> Uh, right, so that's that one. Sorry, lads. The next one, Abraham Collins. Again, we got another one. Uh, why is it the last one? Sad face. You'd be happy to know it's not the last one, it's just the beginning. Um, so yeah, just because, nice. okay. yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, Medmikov, it was Boris. Uh, how many points will Newcastle win the league by next year? If they get Illinois Emery in, I'm going to say it's going to be a good evening and it's going to be they're still going to finish. With, Tent. We don't think they're going to win the league. Yeah, relegation battle. <laughs> yeah, it's 100% a relegation battle. Uh, water to win the championship. I'm going to say around 10th, I'd say. I'd say they'll make one or two signings in January. They'll probably make two or three then. And think That's not the question. He said, How many points will Newcastle win the league by next year? <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. He asked me where are they going to finish. No, you imagine change the question. Someone colleague's question. This is <laughs> Costa Mendikov's question. Colleague asked me where are they going to finish, and they said, "Spurs, they're not going to win the league. They're going to win the championship by about ten points if they get relegated." <laughs> right, we're moving on to the next one. Lance. Well, this, 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 no? Paddy doesn't oh, know sorry, what. Paddy doesn't know what to say. He's just. Like, I'm going to say they're going to win the league by about fifteen points. They're going to win the league by about 15 yeah. points. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right, we're moving on to my favourite question that was sent in. That's a stupid normal... question, I'll give a stupid answer. <laughs> yeah, Boris. Um, <laughs> but you, you can say that to Boris's face when we're playing poker on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, so we have yeah. a question sent in from the Normal Nonsense podcast, our friends of the show. Um, if you had to wear one wrestler's attire for a whole year, whose would it be and why? So lads, I, I kind of showed you was this this message at the start just so we had a bit of time to come up with an answer. I didn't really even think about it, so I'm gonna let the two of you answer first. So uh Paddy, maybe we come to you first. Yeah, you you mentioned this to me before, and then I was meant to think about it and I didn't. So yeah, right now off the very top of my head, I'm gonna go macho man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. Because he had the the full long legs and the body. So like you'd be warm in the winter, but yeah, it was light enough to keep you cool and exercise in the in the in the summer as well. So yeah, dig it. Grimo is rises. So you're going with you're going with Macho Man, yeah. Yeah, Macho Man, yeah. War, who are you going with? 
give him 10 seconds for it. I had one picked out, but now that I'm just thinking about it, I'm actually saying no, because it will be, be the centre of attention. I'll be nice and warm. It's the only... Woo! Rick Flair. Oh, I, was, mm, I was thinking that myself with the, with the rope. Quotes. Yeah. But then I, I, I was thinking then I've got I've got two lads that I would probably pick. One is is Hulk Hogan, just purely for the little thing around me at me neck where I can kind of come in and uh, kind of take him off and stuff like that. But then I was thinking, how good would it be walking around dressed as Kane with the mask? Like oh, yeah. in the very in the very forest gear, like walking around and just going like that to people. Hmm. Tilting their head, looking at them like yeah, but from a comfort perspective, you'd be bollocks, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. If you need to go for piss, you're fucked. Like, but um, I think Kane's Kane's attire would probably be my favorite. Like, there is some like, so there is some like Doink the Clown and stuff like that, which would be like, kind of funny to wear as well. But um, I'm saying I'm saying Kane. Don't care what you said. Uh, Paddy should be stone cold. He's balding. <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> Is, this, is, have, this, uh, is that that autistic fucker again? Yeah, that's for his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads. John Ward is in. If you're Kane, you have to use the voice box. Yellow John. Although, no, yeah, he used, he used it for the first year and then it just disappeared after that. Yeah. I'm actually watching it right now and in the year 2000, he's no voice box. So when did he come in? 98? Yeah, 97, 98, yeah. Well, he was about a year or two, yeah. Then yeah, he kind of came out. He, he didn't speak at all for ages. Then he came out with the voice box, didn't he? Yeah, that's and right. And then it was kind of another couple of years then, and he took the mask off. Yeah. Which, <laughs> was, which is probably the worst decision they ever made. Yeah, because they were saying, like, oh, my God, he's a terrible born victim and all, and they just, like, rubbed a bit of, like, ash on his face. Like, yeah. All of yeah, yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, John, actually, for anybody that's watching, John Ward is from the Normal Nonsense podcast, so make sure you do check out the lads. Um they're coming back with all new content in the next kind of couple of weeks. He's been told. I've been given the insider scoop. I don't know if I'm allowed to release that that um that breaking news, but sorry, John, I've just I've just done it. Um and I've got two words for you. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Uh yeah, loving that question. That, that's that's a quality question. We love them type of question. So um I think we've all we've all given it a thorough going over. Um I'm Kane. Right, lads, we're going to move off the questions and we're going to move back on to... Yeah, it's the rest of the predictions. So, lads, we are going on to the next game. Let me just get me the graphic up. So, Sunday at 2 o'clock, Arsenal and Watford. 4-11 to 11 for Arsenal, 4-1 to 1 for the draw and 7-1 to 1 for Watford. Give us an L score prediction on these. We'll fly through the rest of them and then we'll move into Paddy's favorite part of the show, which is the fashion section. Yeah, fashion show. Uh, Paddy, what do you reckon? Uh, I think it'll take me Arsenal. time now, so we might run out of time for the fashion show. Um, <laughs> Arsenal had a great result there last week. Um, Sorry, John. A R S E N A. I know. Um, yeah, on a good run at the moment, I'm going to say an Arsenal win. I'm going to say. 2-0, and I'm going to say Smith Rowe to score. Okay. Um, War? Yeah, I think Arsenal have to be clear favourites here. They're the on-form team, so I'm going to go 2-0 Arsenal with Saka. Oh, my days. Oh, my days. Can we just get everybody to now watch uh, this face? I know, I know, I've seen and it. And then this face yeah. over here. I've, I've seen it already. 
And are we not going to mention that you said after going two one down? No, we just gonna we just gonna play a kill cool and pretend. I'm being, I professional. I'm being professional and sticking with the yeah, format yeah. of the podcast. So, so for anybody that's watching, yeah. it's actually two one to Atlanta against Manchester United right now, and the lads Spoiler didn't want to fucking say anything. Um, so sorry, Water, you inter- rudely interrupted you there. Ollie out. You there. <laughs> Ollie out. Ollie out. That's all. That is all. Um, have you got a score prediction for this game? Yeah, yeah, three nil or two nil Arsenal with Saka to score. Okay, it's like beaming it up to like a satellite waiting for it to hit you, like when we when we talk it. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a delay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with an Arsenal win, lads. Arsenal are hitting serious form now lately, so um, and a savage two nil win against uh against Leicester. So I'm gonna say a three nil win for Arsenal. And I'm gonna go with Lacazette to score because I have a Bamiang in my team, and I think if I say him, it'll jinx it. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Lacazette to score. Uh, as Rick Flair would say, "Woo!" Right, lads, on to the next game, which is two o'clock again on Sunday. So there's a lot of games on Sunday. Uh, Everton and Tottenham, eight to five for Everton, nine to four for the draw, and seven to four for Tottenham. Uh, what or what way do you see this going? Do you see? Goals in this one, perhaps. Um, <laughs> I think there will be goals, but uh, I don't think Tottenham will be conceding many. I think with Conte in, he'll have an immediate effect. Everton are a good team to play right now, so that they're not getting the results. So I'm going to go for a three-one Tottenham win with Kane to get back mm-hmm. on the score sheet. Interesting, Paddy. What do you think? Um, obviously, look, yeah. everything's form has fell off a cliff, yeah. Um, the last five or six think, games, isn't it? Yeah, and I think again, Spurs are going to get the new manager bounce. And to be honest with you, I think if Rafa doesn't start getting a couple of results, he could be out the door mm. soon enough as well. Um, I don't, I don't know what happens. They started the season really well, and then it's just that they're going to absolute shit. Um, yeah. so wonder if something happened in the background. Um, Austin, yeah, I'm going to go for Spurs, Ben. I'm going to go Spurs to win 3-1 and Harry Kane to get back on the score sheet. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go with a one-all draw here, lads. I just think I think it's a perfect game for Conte to come in and win, but I think it's not going to happen. I think like they'll want to kind of ruin, rain on the parade, I suppose, um, and I think they'll struggle probably to score. Again, I don't think Kane wants to be there. I don't think Conte coming in is gonna gonna change that. Um, and I'm gonna say Sun to score for for Tottenham. Uh, lads, we'll move on to two o'clock again on Sunday. It can't be three games. That's, that could be wrong. Um, two o'clock on Sunday. Leeds and Leicester. So fifteen to eight for Leeds. No, it's right actually. Thirteen to five for the draw and thirteen to ten for Leicester. Uh, Paddy, score prediction on this one, please. Uh, one all and Bamford to score first. Okay. Um Leicester have been very inconsistent this season. Yeah, it's been poor, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh what, what do you think? Uh, I think Leeds have been really poor this season. Like I know Leicester have been yeah. inconsistent, but Leeds have really let me down with their performances. Um yeah. I think they're under real threat. So I'm gonna go Leicester with winning three nil. And I'm gonna go with Teal okay. Tielemans because he's just on fire lately. Yeah. Um, there, the lads sweating watching the game now on the side. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great, it's absolutely fantastic to watch. I'm loving it. 
Uh, yeah, lads, I think there's going to be probably... There's actually... This game, you'd probably think there's going to be a shit ton of goals in, but I don't think there's going to be many. Um, but I am going to say there is going to still be two. So I'm going to go with a one-all draw, and I'm going to say Dakot to score for Leicester. Right, lads, on to the next one, which is West Ham and Liverpool. Uh, half four on Sunday, 19-5 for West Ham, 16-5 for the draw, and 8-13 for Liverpool. Uh, what, or what way do you see this match going? That was a great game to watch. That'll be a fucking smashing game. Yeah. Um, West Ham are probably one of the teams to threaten Liverpool the most, I'd say, with how they set up. They're quite physical. Moyes um, has them well drilled, and I'm kind of surprised I'm actually saying that. <laughs> um, I'm going to go, but Liverpool still have a lot of quality. I'm going to go a close game. I'm going to go 2-1 Liverpool, but I'm going to go with Jar Bowen to score first. Okay. Uh, Paddy, what way do you see this one going? Yeah, very good game. Um, Liverpool with bad result last week. As good as West Ham are playing, I can't see them getting two bad results on the bounce. So I'm going to go for a Liverpool win. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win. But West Ham to go f- uh, f- uh, go ahead. So Antonio to score first and then Liverpool to come back and win. Okay, same as water, I suppose. Um, I'm going to go with a 3-1 win for Liverpool because, lads, I said it last week that I was hoping that whatever I said would be wrong and I said that Liverpool are going to spank Brighton and it was going to be a 4-0 win and fucking Salah was going to score a load of goals. And what happened? They didn't spank them and Salah didn't score a load of goals. So I'm going to do it again and I'm going to say 3-1 to Liverpool and Firmino is going to score a load of goals because look, I've got a fancy team. I'm probably just going to take them straight back fucking out. It was depressing watching them trying to score on, fucking, on Saturday. So... Uh, lads, that is all we're going to be doing on the predictions. So we're going to move on to one more part of this show for today. And let's be honest, it's the most enjoyable. It's the best part. It is. For the last time, the football bets for you fashion show. Paddy has gone back into morning for this for this segment. So um it's the guest you know it's the guest George, it's Liam Gallagher, the guest George <laughs> for the final podcast. <laughs> so fuck I write the pussy guys. Man. <laughs> uh lads, we're gonna be looking at Leicester's kits this week, and oh my god, we have some decent kits. So I'm a big fan of this. Uh, I'm gonna jump straight in, lads. Fuck it, I'm going in, no fucking about. Uh, I'm loving I'm I'm loving the design, this blue design, patchy kind of dark blue with a light blue. I like the Leicester crest, I like the little fox there. I'm a big fan of this little dragon on the arm. Uh FBS, meh, try it on I'm not really a massive fan of that. It's a little bit off button, but I like the white um the white little trims around the arm, and I actually like that neck. Um lads, this is a solid jersey for me. I'm going I'm going high sevens on this. I'm going seven point nine on this one. I, I really like this jersey. Um, love the color as well. So, what, what do you think of it? Oh, it's it's top notch, isn't it? I think the blue yeah. and the gold of Leicester's thing is savage, and the pattern on Beautiful. it makes it look really retro, like from the eighties or the nineties. Yeah. Uh, Adidas as well are are really good, especially with this three stripes at the top. I'm actually yeah. going to go a nine here. I think that's one of the nicest Ooh. ones you'll get in the league. Yeah, so go on. And, and, and go on. Don't, don't, don't judge it. 
But don't judge it because it is an absolutely lovely jersey. So you're going nine. Nine, yeah. Okay, uh, Paddy, what do you Game. think? So it's both, it's both like it, yeah. Love it. I think it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> the jersey shit. And just to ruin all your, uh, there's a little dragon on the shoulder. That's pretty cool. But um, yeah, now I'm going to say one just to ruin the scores. 1.0. <laughs> 1.0. <laughs> so Paddy has gone for 1.0. Paddy's average is, is ruining every every rank we've done. So what I'm going to do at the end is I'm going to count them all up with all of our averages. And then I'm going to take out Paddy's. And just see what it is, and then we'll we'll add that Paddy's in, then, and we'll see what the difference is. Ah, uh, here now. Now we'll get. Now we'll we'll still count you. Yours will be the official, but then we'll have the unofficial actual scores. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I'll leave it out. So, lads, we're moving on. That's the home kit done. Again, if you're watching on, or if you're listening on Spotify, you're wasting your time here. You might as well jump onto the uh, the old YouTube channel. But if you're driving a car, pull no, over. No, if you're on the YouTube channel or Spotify, you might as well just turn it off now because this. No, sucks. if you if you're on the if you're on uh, if you're on gonna go on to youtube and you're driving the car pull over on the m50 have a 20 minute break who cares just just chill don't pull out over there. in the m50 do do pull over on the m50 i think people well, should just get a tesla like, so we oh can drive God, themselves and then they can watch yeah exactly yeah so this lads looks like a tour jersey but this is actually their away jersey um or talk to me a bit about this how are you, how are you sorry sorry, about sorry this can one? i just interject here yeah, i'm just watching the united match mctominay is very close to getting a red card like he's got a yellow and he's nearly got a second yellow a few times. And Ole has just took off Pogba to bring on oh, Matic to play with McTominay. I just don't know. And, and he's at 2-1 down? Yeah. See, that is where he just fucking lets himself down completely. Like that is just embarrassing what he's just done there. And then, you know what? Sense. I've just said that and he's probably going to come back and win, which is very annoying. But like <laughs> that is an absolutely outrageous substitution to make when you're 2-1 oh. down. Ollie out, lads. I'm not saying it. Going back Say to it. the uh, kitchen counter drape that you have here on this fucking image. T-tail. <laughs> go on. Go on. Talk to me more. What do you think? What's your yeah. initial thoughts on this? The state of it. What? Like, if the other one was it, the state of it, that is rotten looking. Do you not mm. think the colour of it is rotten? Of the colour. The pattern looks like I'm playing X's and O's. So I'm a bit confused. So, yeah, no, that's shocking. I'm actually going to go with Paddy here, and I'm going to go with a 1 out of 10, just for the, the horrible colour and the horrible pattern. That's an absolutely outrageous score. Uh, Paddy, what do you think about this one? Um, absolutely nothing, to be honest with you. I don't think anything of it. I don't like it. I don't hate it. I just nothing it. Same as Stephen <laughs> Kenny. So, uh Oh come on! Oh, right, yeah, I don't really, I'm not into this. You're a bollocks for making me do this every week. Well, look, right? you'll be all into it when you know it comes up. Yeah, whatever. Five, five. I go five. Mm, I think he's a low ball. This lads, I think this is a quality jersey. Um, I'm loving the pattern. I love the little, uh, the little kind of lines through the squares. It's like whoa! It's like and 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 if you look, you can kind of make out a little kind of ribbon thing there. I mean, you could use your imagination on this one. Uh, I'm loving the I'm loving the color, loving the kind of greeny bluey color. Would you would you call that turquoise or something like that? I don't know. I'm not great at my colors. Um, very I'm similar to shy. what I'm wearing right here. So this color, look at this color. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of this one. Lads. I'm gonna go. Now I don't think it's as good as the other one, um, which is which is seven point nine the home jersey. But I think this is a solid seven point two 
and I think that's that's a good fair score on it. Lads, on to the last jersey, and I think this is a sexy jersey now. Um, Paddy, I'll come to you first. What do you think? So you don't have anything to go off. What do you think of this one first? Um. Why? Because it made a, it makes a difference when you yeah, have something to go yeah, off. Yeah. So if, you, if we both keep high, you're just going to go low. So I want you to go first. In fact, <laughs> the rest of the season, you're going first. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't, I can't even tell who it is, but wait, that crest, it's so badly printed. So um, I'm going to give it a two for that. Two. <laughs> okay. what, what do you think? I think it's nice, but I don't know. The grey just looks like a really weird material. I'm actually sure I, it's probably nicer in person, so I'm gonna go a bit lower. I, like no, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I would look savage. absolutely huge in this jersey. Like I would love <laughs> so fast. There's no person in it. <laughs> huge, yeah, huge, huge. Uh, so back to you. What was gonna go for a, a seven out of ten on that one. Ooh, seven out of ten. Okay. There's a yeah, massive yeah, delay. Yeah, so that's a massive uh, yeah, I, I'm actually a big fan of this jersey. I really like it. I like the gunmetal grey colour we've got going on here. I actually like the pink off it. I think they bounce well together. Um, I don't know where that dragon's gone off the arm, but I want it back. I want, it's going to lose points for that one. Um, I like the neck. I like the collar. I like the black trim around it. Lads, I like this jersey. Um, this is actually going to be a 7.4 for me. I think... I think Leicester have absolutely nailed their jerseys this this uh, this year, and this one can nail how they play. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, I'm gonna get rid of them <laughs> and give them to maybe maybe Man United. Uh, lads, no way. That's... the former Liverpool manager. Ooh, wow. Lads, that is that is pretty much all we've got time for this week. Um, so obviously, if anybody has tuned in and didn't see the start of the podcast, and this is our season finale, yes, it is this very last episode of the Football Best for You podcast ever and it is the beginning of a new podcast we are rebranding we are now called beyond the ball you will see all of our graphics changing on facebook on youtube we're on tiktok it's going to be changing on that i'm going to do a bit more on the tiktok and um, flick through videos on pornhub and review men's testicles yes. yeah we, we we do all that type of stuff and you have to pay ball, you have to pay money for that one so yeah. Everything's free except for... for check, check yourself regularly. Yeah, check check yeah. your balls. Always check your balls. Um, so, lads, we're going to end it here for the final time as the Football Bets for You podcast. War, thank you for coming. No problem. Ollie out just to finish it off and hopefully it finally <laughs> happens. <laughs> Love it. Paddy, thank you for showing up and being on the very last episode, a historical day for the Football Bets for You podcast. Thank you for showing up. That's it. Just for yeah. showing up. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for making, making up the numbers. Like, not thanks yeah, for being yeah, the yeah. superstar. Like, that I am. <laughs> thanks, for <hating laughs> the, thanks for hating the fashion show and ruining it for everyone. No, thanks. Thanks for having yeah. me. I, I love it and I can't wait for the new podcast. It's going to be fucking yeah. great. It's going to be epic. Right, lads. This has been the Football Bets for You podcast signing off for the final ever time after three years. Thank you. And we'll see you next week as beyond the ball.